to the Giggles Live Radio Network. important stuff on the Giggles Live Radio Network. You're listening to important stuff on the Giggles Live Radio Network. I am Big Tom McLean. Sitting across from me is my buddy Stephen Gama. How are you doing? Doing good, doing good. And, and sitting across from me, Tommy. The other Tom McLean, that's right. Yep. The uh, not much longer miniature version of me. Yeah, he's, he's almost my height now. I yeah. see that. Not sure how I feel about that. <laughs> I think he's grown about a quarter or a half inch in the last two months. Yeah, he has. He really has. Yeah, I could tell. I have always been the tallest person in my family my entire life. Do you realize how stinky that's going to be to lose that title <laughs> at 50 years old? Yeah. Like, I think that's so unfair. I love being the biggest dude in the family. Nobody messes with you. Everybody calls you and they're like, hey, <laughs> I need you to talk to so-and-so. Okay, I'll talk to him. <laughs> you have some big shoulders to fill. <laughs> we have an exciting episode today because we're talking about a ship that we we yeah. think it's one of the most underrated ships historically, yeah. um, and that's the um, SS Olympic. Uh, RMS Olympic. RMS Olympic, yeah. which was the sister ship to the Titanic. Yes, sister ship to the Titanic and Britannic, which we just talked about last episode. That's right, and the Britannic. So, yeah. but um, why would it be considered the most underrated? Well, well, the problem I, is it's famous for the wrong reasons. I'll yeah. let Tommy explain why it's famous yeah. for the wrong reasons. Because they have well, like it's conspiracy theories. Yeah, obviously everything has a conspiracy theory <laughs> now. And um, anyways, they had this. <laughs> Theory that the that the Titanic was actually the Olympic. It was the Olympic that sunk, and they switched the names out for some weird reason. And Titanic was the one that went over there, and you know, um, and that's why the Olympic got famous because they thought that they just switched it out, switched out because she sunk instead of the Titanic. It's so the, the Olympics suffered a fire. Right? Wasn't it a, fi- a boiler? No, a boiler? What no was the it? Titanic did. Which one? A boiler fire. No, which one was the one? What was it that happened to the Olympic where there was some kind of a damage on the on the bow? And that's one of the reasons they started the conspiracy theories because they're like, oh, we found that damage on the Titanic. Or ti- the Titanic had some damage that they said was damage that was on the um, the Olympic. I don't remember hearing that part. Oh, you don't? Well, that's one of the things, the reasons they said it. They trashed the Olympic because it was not um, really seaworthy. But anyways, it, it's all obviously... Yeah, they think, why would they change the names out? That's ridiculous. They did not think that the... They did not think that the Titanic would sink. Yeah. <laughs> why, why would they do that? It's just trying to confuse people. Yeah, the whole conspiracy theory goes far. They say that's why the California was sitting close by with their lights off and not not responding. Right. It's a it's a big. They've got it all. It's 
It's the the fake loot moon landing people. They've all got they've got it all figured out for us. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, but but when you look back 50, 60 years, you know, it's funny because when you witness the accident and then you walk away and then you try to tell somebody about it the next day, changes a little yeah, bit. Yeah, right? for sure. And then the person that you told tells somebody. So I I imagine yeah. like all these legends and stories and now here you are trying to figure things out and learn something about it and i I remember one lady that was talking about um seeing the um the california in the distance or something like that and tommy's like dad she wasn't even old enough to remember or something like that you remember (laughs) that that was like 10 months no that was was her saying that was the girl that said that the titanic split in half oh that's right yeah that's right yeah the they said that it might have split in half, um, lower to the ground, which would ex- which would probably explain if it split in half with enough force that would send the stern flying into the ground. And yeah, because it's Titanic. It. If you look at the debris field, it yeah. looked like it twisted, like the the smaller portion right. broke off and twisted and fell down or whatever. So yeah, because yeah, it was still together because mm-hmm. it was breaking apart, but it's still like held together yeah if not by wires yeah, <laughs> yeah exactly right? i mean because none of the accounts none of the accounts ever said that that it broke in half other than the one people who were like seven five or seven years old which think how well they're all do, kids how well <laughs> do you remember being a seven-year-old <laughs> yeah i don't remember i barely remember any of it so that's the wrong reason the olympic is is uh, um is remembered yeah and we and so yeah, she's just such a great ship. Um, no, what what makes her great? Well, starting she started her life in 1911. They um, the Mauritania, I believe, was the biggest ship in the world at the time. I'm not 100 percent sure if it's Mauritania, but I'm pretty sure that's it. But anyways, the um, so they decided, you know what, we gotta go bigger. We gotta make a bigger ship, you know, than Conard, which was their rivals. Same ones that made Queen Mary. The Cunard lines, yeah. Yeah, they're the same ones that... And this is the White Star Lines that was making? This is White Star Lines, yeah. So they decided, you know what, let's make this ship. Then they came up with the Olympic. Um, The Olympic was a... She had three propellers. Um, She was like a really nice ship, apparently. Um, People actually called her Old Reliable. Wow. Yeah, and um, didn't she? Wasn't she in like a really bad accident, which led people to think that? Yeah, but, to believe even more yeah, that those but, ships were unsinkable or something. Oh uh, yeah. Um, we're getting to that. Oh, sorry, uh, sorry, <laughs> I jumped ahead. <laughs> well, um, so yeah, um, she took her main voyage. I'm guessing in 1911. I mean, why would they wait a year? <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, that's... permits. <laughs> Permitting process was probably different back then. <laughs> yeah. Probably didn't fill anything out. Yeah, so yeah. that that debunks that first little rumor, right? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, well, the, the that was very you, very uh, slightly placed. Yeah. There. Until until uh, you were talking about the um Olympic the Olympic it was the HMS Hawk, I believe. Oh yeah. Um, and the um, they were escorting the, um, I think that I heard that they're like just pretend racing or something like it's just a little friendly game but the hawk was escorting yeah. the Brit- or the olympic it was, was it escorting or was it just playing out in the, in the waters i don't know i think they're just 
together because oh. then it would have been front. Um, but anyways, um, the Olympic made a turn to starboard, which surprised the Hawk. They tried to turn away, but the steering didn't work, and the and thus such a big displacement by the Olympic that they crashed into her. <clears throat> Destroy. It looks like it obliterated the prow of the um of the hawk and then Yeah, the, that thing looked the, all smashed up. Yeah, and then the Olympic had a giant hole in the stern. Um that was um there was a hole in the stern. Uh, it was there was one that was above wire and one below wire. The one below wire filled up two of her compartments, wire tight compartments. Which and that's sink. and that's the uh, the one above is the one that they supposedly see on the Titanic when they're doing the conspiracy theory. But anyways, yeah. go oh. now that now that I'm starting to connect the dots now that he's going yeah. into it. Hey, helps um, to have a son that's a lot hey, smarter than you. He helps you get there eventually. <laughs> even, eventually, even though even though the remember the stern was almost completely destroyed when the Titanic sank. So just mm-hmm. think about that. Like yeah, that that definitely makes sense. You could definitely see a hole when there's probably a million of them. <laughs> right. But you can definitely tell that that was repaired, and you know. Oh yeah, you're right. Like if, those, if, yeah. Yeah, and those footage that said that said the Titanic had letter plates over, over, the original nameplate, and when they oh, yeah. opened, <laughs> yeah, I remember when they, it said MP when two letters fell off, and um. The theory, the theory holds some ground only because both of the both of the words have seven letters in them. That's the only reason why it holds ground. Oh, interesting! Because, I didn't think yeah. about that. Titanic that's Olympic. What, yeah. yeah, but once again, why would they ever do that? And how would they be able to disguise that? Yeah. It looked like the weirdest T I've ever seen. <laughs> Right, if yep. they are trying to put a Y over a T. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It'd be a weird one. So, um, so then the the what happened after the accident with the hawk? Oh, afterwards, people started thinking, "Wow, the Titanic really is unsinkable," which is why, even though, even though it's like almost an exact replica, you cannot say, "Oh, it's an exact replica," and this one's for sure unsinkable because. That's not the truth. Now, the Olympic was out before the Titanic, right? Uh, yeah. I've always found that fascinating. The Titanic t- had a sister ship that was of similar the, size and everything. The Titanic but... was a little bit bigger. Okay, so that's why she it was, was such a, rec- a big deal. She was a record breaker, but she's only like six inches bigger. <laughs> that's <laughs> hilarious. It matters. <laughs> it does. <laughs> six inches bigger. Six inches can mean all the world. <laughs> Yeah, well, that's what's going on with Dubai and all these buildings right now, isn't it? Like, oh, yeah. The tallest oh, yeah. building in the world is like six inches taller. I like yeah. the people who are getting creative and building down. That's cool. Yeah. Yeah. To me, that's cool. That's yeah. Going yeah. down going down Speaking low. Of, yeah, what's interesting about Dubai is that now they have the Queen Elizabeth II. I one time heard that she saved um, Cunard um, from going out of business because when they sold the Queen Elizabeth and Queen Mary... They didn't really have any other ships, so the, the Queen Elizabeth II kind of did that. Is Cunard and uh, Cunard White Star, which they ended up merging, yeah. are they still together? Are they still a company? Are they still around? <laughs> nope. Okay. They they bought off the um, White Star line as soon as they could. And the Eastern Steamship line that's been gone for a while now too, I believe. They have. Yeah, I thought I, you're, so. I thought you were gonna say they became Carnival Carnival Cruise Line. No, when I, um, actually, when I was uh, looking, 
at the um, the thing I was doing the 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 thing where we were, we were talking about for that other place. Um, yeah, it was 1955. Eastern Steamship Lines went out of business. So 1901 well, to 1955. 55. The Garmouth Castle fire happened in 65. That's false. Oh, interesting. There you go. It must have been under a different uh, different name or something. We'll so have to look into it. Going back to our Bahama Star, the Bahama Star was maiden voyage was what year? Um, probably nineteen thirty one. That's when she was finished. Yeah, the boring yeah. thirty one. Um, and we're still not done with the Olympic story. <laughs> um, so then, so then, as a replacement to the Titanic, they built the. Thanks for that. <laughs> Go ahead. I'm just messing with you. Yeah. The, um, the all right, you made me forget what I was gonna say. You were talking about the Olympic. The, and you were talking yeah, about the, the Olympic. T- and the the Titanic was um, to replace the Titanic. They made another sister ship, the Britannic. Um, these are all Olympic class ships: Titanic, Olympic, and Britannic. Once again, White Star Line, and um, and the Britannic sunk. Obviously, as you heard um, from our previous episode, the the Britannic sunk when hitting an undersea mine, right. and the um, sis- she so, was left without sisters. So how long was the Olympic in in uh, in service after that? Um, I don't know how much longer after that. I know that she was like a good thirty years at least, because she was from nineteen eleven to nineteen thirty six. Oh, so the so, yeah. so she was, was taken like, apart in thirty six. Like, like a good twenty five years. Oh wow. Interesting. Yeah. I think she had more time left, to be honest. Oh yeah. Yeah. Well, weren't wasn't there a, an just, attempt to make it into a hotel? Yeah, but it probably wasn't that strong because if they really wanted to, they could have easily said that that's a replica of the Titanic. Everyone would be like, "Yep, we're keeping this." <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's another hole in that little story, right? Yeah, and then there's the, and then there's the um, there's the. I'm trying to remember. Um, when the the um. I wonder how many ships are on the water today. Oh yeah, my god! The, I can't imagine. The World War One started in 1914, and during that time, the the um, Olympic became a, a war transport, troop transport, um, HMT Olympic. Um, HMT. I I'm thinking it's His Majesty's Transit. Yep. But, I believe that it is. Yeah. I'm not sure, but I think that's what it is. Anyways, the, um, yeah, during that time, I think this is pretty awesome. Um, there was a German U-boat out there about to sink her, you know, mm-hmm. it's all pointed out. and the, the Olympic just charged at that ship and broke it in half, <laughs> just mm-hmm. slammed onto it, and guess what? They had to scuttle it because it was just so damaged, and they had to go back. And yeah. learned another, yes. another good word today, scuttle. So that's where scuttle comes from. Yeah, scuttling. Scuttling is when you sink a ship on purpose, I believe. Oh, really? Yeah. So the so the just to just to retell the story. So this the German U boat had all guns pointed at and ready to take out the Olympic, and the Olympic, being an ungunned, just a transport ship, decides. Well, we'll we've got this it. sharp front. Let's just drive right through it. So yeah. that's what it did, right? Uh, yeah. And scuttled it. That's such a crazy story. Yeah. <laughs> no wonder you're a fan of the Olympic. 
So that means technically the Lajanelle scuttled, right? Um, yeah. Scuttled? No, they didn't purposely sink her. She's, well, they did. Oh, she, yeah, I guess that's true. She capsized in a storm. But that, yeah, you're right. And then they purposely turned into a repurposed her. Yeah. yeah, purposely. Because we got to find some photos of it when it was late. I remember my dad took me to Silver Strand Beach to look at it. And this is crazy because now you guys are going there, father, son. But it was a big deal because all of a sudden there's this Lajanelle laying on its side at Silver Strand Beach. And, you know, everyone's coming to see it. And so they did scuttle it in a sense because they were talking about moving it off of there. Mm-hmm. But then they just destroyed it right where it, it laid. So is that it, where it's at is its original positioning? Yes. Oh, and then they just added yep. the rocks to make it a jetty and... yeah. And wow. I don't know what wow. they I don't know what they did because it was a big ship, right? Yeah, it was there's, huge. There's not a lot visible to the naked eye when you go out there, right? So yeah, it's definitely um, a, a shell. It's definitely more of the yeah. skeleton of the ship. You could tell that they yeah. probably took off all of the um, the valuables. Yeah. Well, I think the valuables were taken off when it was left for derelict a long time ago. When yeah, it but I known. also think that they like kind of imploded it because yeah. because it's a pretty big well, ship. Well. I, what I heard is that some people decided to vandalize our Lajanelle and set it on fire. Oh, um, yeah, there was a fire or yeah. something like that, too. And yeah, so I think they I remember couldn't save that. her. Yeah. Yeah, there's some, we've seen some pictures. There's some, especially I, like AP newswire photos that are out there where she's laying on her side. And it's well, kind we, of an, we, an amazing sight, really. No, we should do a deep dive and, and try to locate more photos because um, it, it laid there on its side for a couple of years yeah yeah it did oh. people would be surfing off the, the bow of it. oh yeah people were diving off of it yeah. people were going through and yeah. exploring in the insides of it yeah. and which has to be like talk about a haunted house right it's gotta got be amazing because you're seeing this ship and if you learn the history and you're gonna be like, Wow. Yeah. Just went That's the on crazy the ship, part. You know? Yeah. Is you wonder. I bet there's not a yeah. lot of people that knew the history of that ship. Nope. Yeah. No, they just knew that, oh, yeah, the Lodge and Allen crashed. Yeah. No, it didn't really crash. It kind of. kind of. Kind of came to rest. There were yeah, four crew members out. on when the when yeah. it when it did uh, start to list, and they were they were rescued. They were re- yeah. during the storm. Well, I think they were just. Um, yeah. Maintenance and uh, security types. Yeah. Yeah. Being pulled by a tugboat across the ocean. Yeah, yeah I know what were they? I think they might have been helicoptered out. Huh? Uh, I have to double check that. Probably helicoptered. Um, as much as I love Lajanelle, we should get back to the Olympic. Oh yeah. <laughs> um, yes, what about um, the Olympic? Yeah, yeah, let's get let's get. Yeah, what's great is that um, during the war she also saved crew members from the sunken um, HMS Audacious. Oh, that's right. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, so the uh, the audacious sunk and the Olympic, I guess she probably just happened to be in the area. So then they went over there and saved the crew members. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. So she's got so many parallels to the Lajanelle. Yeah. I know. We're we're always exactly. talking about ships that yeah. sink and help other people uh-huh. or other and, ships. And what the the last major incident with the. With the Olympic, was that she collided with another ship, splitting it in half and sinking it, the Nantucket um, oh, yeah. light ship. Where was this at? Um, this was, I believe, in somewhere in England. 
Really? So it took so a U-boat out. Yeah. Well, yeah, it took out a U-boat, took out a light ship, took out a... Um, well, <laughs> was it clumsy got... or was she just like always crashing uh, into a, other ships? She's, she's, she's not clumsy. I mean, she purposefully rams some. Others, they just happen to have their steering out. And you wonder if she's a... Tra- others, you wonder if she's like one of the trains because, you know, trains are big and you misjudge how fast they're going because yeah. of how big they are. Yeah, well, they think, get to you very fast. Yeah, yeah I think the, the Queen Mary um, actually collided with the ship, the... The HMS Kurokoa splitting in at half, splitting in half, and killing most of the crew members on board. Actually, not maybe all of them. Ooh, wow. And the yeah, so I think the same thing happened with the Olympic. Only the, this was just a light ship. I think that I think this ship was an American ship, but obviously America and Britain are um, are obviously allied countries now. So what ultimately ended up happening with the uh, with the Olympic at the at the very end? Unfortunately, she ended up getting scrapped. And is it because of any of the accidents, or was it just I don't she just became no I longer viable? Think, yeah. I don't think so. She they just said that she was too old and stuff. It's kind of crazy how they roll out these ships knowing that they're only going to have some of them a thirty year shift life. Yeah. yeah, it's kind of crazy. Well, it's crazy too over here at the port of Wainimi when you like again back to the banana boat. Okay, what's the history on this boat? Like, yeah, what was it? Was it always for bananas? Mm-hmm. Um, and was it a, a? Did it go through some changes through its life? And I believe it did because they used to do what they call bulk ship ship shipping, where they would um, pull out the big stack of banana boxes on a pallet and then put it on the dock and then a, a forklift would come and take it. And so they, the, they'd fill up the, the inside of the ship with all the bananas. As you know, the port of Wainimi is 45 feet deep. So that means you're going to have anywhere from 20 to 35 feet of the ship underwater. Mm-hmm. So that's a lot of bananas, right? Yeah. So when they changed... Now they have containers, so all the bananas are in containers, so they all stack. You've seen this, yeah. They all stack, oh, yeah. and so, yeah. so I imagine that they had to do some kind of retrofit, like you know, which okay. kind of sounds like what all these ships that we're talking about went through dramatic changes throughout their their lifespan, right? Yeah. From a hospital ship to a cruise liner, yeah. Well, we know Lajanelle's biggest change went after the war because that's when they say that she was um, retro or not, I forget what the word was, but retrofitted, like retrofitted to become a, um, a what do you call uh, it, a cruise ship? Awesome. Yeah. Yeah. They they said that they basically it went from being a, a personnel ship hospital to to that, and we 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 actually found out that the first burial at sea came on the Lajanelle, right? Remember that. Yeah. It said USS Born Quinn, so yeah, yeah, it's po- yeah. Well, yeah, that's the that's the only ship that the there's no there wasn't two Born Quins in the United States Navy, but yeah, there was a yeah one of the first burials at sea during the war. It was somebody who had passed away yeah. on the. Yeah, it's a very there's. I mean, obviously, we've got more information to find out about that, but it's just uh, it's so crazy how much stuff and especially yeah. you got going and that's just our lodge now. We just every week there's more stuff. Yeah. I'd get another cool surprise about Lodge and all you guys will find out about another day, but yeah. we don't have time for that today. Yeah, well, I think we should go on a mission and try and find photographs, but photographs don't do well on We've been podcasts. doing that. We've, we've been <laughs> I know, you felt like yeah. many photos. We've got a lot of photographs of um, the various stages of when it was on its side, and there's some, you even see some where there's a bunch of people around it, like it's just this weird... Uh, oddity. Ad, uh, yeah, attraction, you're right, yeah, like an oddity, like, oh man, how often do you get to do this? 
Well, I mean, that's kind of what it's like now. We go visit. How often? I mean, who who do you know that gets to go climb around on the on the sunken ship? That's yeah. pretty cool. But you know, I was just thinking like airlines. You know, there's big planes everywhere, but a plane, an airline plane or seven forty seven, it doesn't have the mystique. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Like each one of these ships has like this mystique, all this great information about its historical thing. And it's a floating vessel that goes around and does wonderful things. But an airplane just flies from, you know, nobody cares about an airplane. No one's going to remember. You remember that? Yeah. You know, that 747 name? Yeah. You ask about a boat sister, like, oh, yeah, this one saved it from a fire. Then a plane, you just ask and they're like, yeah, it flew. (laughs) Yeah. It flew from A to B. Yeah. That's wild. Yeah. Well, the the sea has always had that mystique to it, you know. It is, and it's yeah. the, the sea is so vast and so yeah. un. There's so many uncharted areas of this areas of the sea. There's yeah. so much we don't know. Yeah, that's no, why it's important I mean, that we keep it clean, so we're not killing all these things that we aren't even aware of yet. Keep it clean, man. Yeah, yeah. crash in the beach. Yeah, I have a feeling we've already made some animals go extinct that we didn't even know about with all our plastic and stuff. So let's not let's not let there be any more, guys. Let's pick up trash and better yet, to prevent it by not throwing your trash on the ground. Yeah, then you know there's a special place for trash. I wish yeah. I could remember who the guy was, but some my favorite meme of the I don't I'm not a meme person ever, but my favorite meme of the month somebody put. Why can't we teach AI to clean the plastic out of the ocean instead of writing screenplays? <laughs> good one yeah because <laughs> you got all this strike going on in hollywood but yeah yeah why aren't we why aren't we using technology to do something a little more useful like that yeah right yeah supposedly we have technology to where we can you know not have to ever charge our phones why don't we head that direction you know that kind of stuff let's you know but instead we do all this goofy how crazy would yeah. it be to be able to come back yeah. 200, 200 yeah. years from now can yeah. you even imagine what it's yeah. gonna be yeah. like this we could use like we could use we could use this to clean up we could use this to clean up the ocean but no <laughs> we're using it to make an AI version of Mr. Krabs singing Man I feel like a woman <laughs> by Shania Twain. <laughs> or, yeah. He's discovered the magic of AI on YouTube. They're yeah. they're basically having SpongeBob characters singing any song you could ever imagine. Yeah, not just and it's in it's Really? Because yeah. it's AI and generated, it sounds just like the real voice. It, it kind of stinks for the voice actors. Yeah. yeah. No, it, it it's a big... Yeah, they play it. I don't really listen to... I mean, I listen to it when they have it on, but... No, but but yeah. it's hard to understand, like, and the kids understand it better, like, because I'm like, what are you talking about? <laughs> what? Yeah. But, but again, it, it's, it, it's going to be crazy because, you know, it's all about the mighty dollar and like well wait a minute why do we want to pay it like like we always think robots right mm. yeah robots don't call them sick nope robots don't need health insurance they do need preventative maintenance you know they don't yeah you know, they don't have but you can teach yeah. them to do that themselves yeah yeah, yeah eventually you can teach them to be or you could also you could also just give them all the tools and say figure it out yourself the scary yeah. part is they're taking away individuality a little bit with right. the AI stuff where it's like, you know what, instead of a model, I'm going to create this woman that's based on all these factors on who says the, what the perfect woman looks like. And here you go. She's going to sell you a Pepsi. 
Meanwhile, yeah, that puts one person out of work, supposedly, but that's not just one person. There's a chain with that. That one person has to go for a gig that's a little bit lower. And but there's, by the way, those gigs are gone too now. But there's really cool aspects to it. And then there's like the, you know, the Soylent Green type reality terrifying. check. Like, yeah. yeah, terrifying. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, what if, the, what if they had like these awful, like, like let's say they get an audio audible of like terroristic threats or something and they yeah. can make it into your voice. No, yep. what if That's they took terrifying yeah. take your voice and punk your mom with some crazy story. Yeah. Right? Yeah. And that and that's what's really scary is like Oh, where are you at, Mom? Oh well I'm over here. You're gonna have to go get a mm-hmm. gift card. Yeah. Load it with you know, or I mean that that. Well, we've seen it happen with email and Facebook. That exact same thing you're talking about. Yeah, but that scam has kind of run its course. But again, what's going to be the the next scam? It is scary. Yeah. It's, mm-hmm. it's, it's like extremely pe- scary. It's like people that scam people instead of making the like making their kids say, "Oh, I I went to jail. Please help me. Yeah, I I need bail." But remember the Terminator. Remember, um, he could imitate the mother's voice. Mm-hmm. That was AI, right? Yeah, you're right. Right? And That's so, true. Yeah, and so, yeah, there's a real, real da- r- danger there. It could be used. And, and people are, you know, people free will, right? Mm-hmm. People have negative free will where they're gonna, they're always looking to... Get ahead and get over on people. So yeah. this guy, you know, called me and said, hey, yeah, you know, we're going to cut your power off. You need to do this and that. And I knew it was a scam, so I started playing along with them. Oh, really? Okay, what do you want me to do? You got to go down there and buy these gift cards. Okay, how many? What? Do what? Okay, yeah, yeah. So I said, okay, I'll, I'll call you back with them. I'll, don't worry, don't worry. Just, just, just hang. So I waited some time. I called him back. I said, okay, are you ready? And then I started like reading off a fake number and blah, blah. And I finally told him, like, what do you think? I'm stupid. <laughs> <laughs> and, he's all, and then he's like, he started boasting, like, ah, oh, you know, I had you. I almost had you. I'm like, yeah, but what do you do when you go home and look at yourself in the mirror in front of your kid? Right. Is it, is it, are you yeah. proud of what you're doing? Yeah, you know, like, all, you, they should have a number to where you can lead scammers to call and they arrest them, they bust them. Yeah, it would be like a, a reverse. Yeah, that yeah. would be awesome. But the guy, uh, the guy laughed at me and he goes, "Yeah, well, there's plenty of suckers out there." Wow. Yeah. Huh. And he's right. You wow. know, my mom, my mom, almost got scammed, and so she learned. And she was at um, a store, and there was a lady buying gift cards. My mom's all, excuse me, I don't want to be nosy, but um, did somebody call you and say your grandson was in jail? And the lady's all, yes, but I'm not supposed to talk to anybody. Oh, no. Yeah, and then um, my mom was able to get the manager, I think it was at at Ralph's. Oh, nice. And and they were able to talk this lady off the ledge because, you know, she was trying to get her grandson out of jail. Yeah. You know, and it's scary, that's though. That's what they did on The Simpsons. They made it sound like Bart was trouble. <laughs> he was like, <laughs> so, what? Yeah. Grand- the Simpsons predicted it again. I know. Yeah, they, they predict the future. <laughs> so Bart did that? Bart Bart, did, uh, Bart got in trouble? They got an AI voice of Bart saying that, yeah. <laughs> wow. Well, the one thing AI can't do is they can't take a bucket and a grabber and go clean up a beach. So we're going to have to keep doing that and until it, further and, notice. And they can't. AI can't make a ship and have this history and make it float around the world. I mean, maybe it can, but it would need a lot of help. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I don't know. 
don't know. Can it, can it, can they program the ships to where they just run themselves through the sea? There's got to be some kind yeah, of a yeah, human. That, that's coming, man. I'm sure they're gonna try, right? Yeah, the ships that come for us and our product is is it's a tough. Being on a tanker ship would be my last choice. Really? Yeah, because there's really nowhere to hide because it's full of liquid, right? Mm-hmm. And so there's all these pipes and valves and, you know, it's really difficult walking around. Even I have a difficult, you know, walk. And you have to be really careful because you trip or fall. But then, even when, even, so even when it's, uh, even when it's anchored. Yeah. Even it's, yeah, it's a dangerous piece of metal. Wow. Huh. It is. But um, then you look at a cruise ship and it's like, okay, let's go play basketball. Let's go swimming. Yeah. Let's go to the buffet. Let's go to a movie. You know, let's go do the rowing machine. Yeah. I mean, there's, you know, all these fantastic things to do. And even on the car ships, I understand that they have, you know, because there's several floors that you could, you could actually jog on a car ship, you know. Oh, that's cool. You know, but you can't do it on a, on a tanker. So what kind of jobs are there on a, a ship like a like say a car ship or a tanker? So you probably have to have a couple of security, I'm assuming. Security, there's a captain, there's a first mate, there's a chief engineer, there's uh, engine room mechanics, there's a couple of more engineers and there's probably a piping specialist, a lot lot of engineering, a lot of math on, on a tanker. So a ship comes in ha- has probably how many people on a crew? About 14 maybe. Okay. Yeah. Wow, that's which, about what which, I would have guessed. Yeah, but when you look at a bigger ship, like a car ship, I mean, I think the crew is way bigger than 14. I mean, just the volume, you know. I mean, it's they say those ships hold 5,000 cars. Wow. And do they just drive them all off? Depends. It's Sometimes you'll see a roll, a, a line of uh, Rolls Royces coming down Wainimi Road. Yeah. So cool. It's like 20, 25 of them. Maseratis. <laughs> That's yeah. so crazy. Crazy cars. Those are expensive cars. Yeah. Those cars are like two. Oh, yeah. Maseratis and all those. And we got to keep an eye on the ship schedule. We haven't seen a ship come in in a little while. It's yeah. Been, it's been, been kind of weeks. slow. It's been slow. Oh, has it? Yeah. Yeah. The last few times we went, we really haven't seen a lot of action. There was a really big one that was there at in port the whole time uh, one day when we went. But... Yeah. Um, we also saw... I believe it had a submarine on it, an ocean explorer vessel. Oh, that's right. Yeah, there was like an explorer vessel that came. Yeah, there's also a vessel that comes in that lays cable, I think, fiber optic cable. Oh, interesting. interesting. The other day, the other day, a truck, they, they borrow the scale at, at our my work, and um, a big old truck came in with this big old spool on it. And, of course, I want to know, what's, hey, what is that? And he's like, oh, this is going to be a... For a ski lift in Utah, <laughs> like wow, and it weighed like God. It was, I think he was. It was a special load, so he was able to go over the eighty thousand pounds. But yeah, he was like like ninety six thousand pounds or something. Imagine all that goes into putting together a ski lift, something yeah. like that. You got to get wow thing. Yeah, yeah. It's not like you could just go, hey, I need some cable that can carry a few hundred people a day. Yeah. You know. <laughs> Crazy. That's pretty wild. But yeah, it all comes back to the ship. You got to yeah. float it in. Yeah. Got to get it to where it's going. Yeah, you do. All right. So we got to talk about a couple of events because we are uh, running low on time. We have the big uh, Wainimi. What's the big day that we have? Wainimi Days? Is that what it's called? Wainimi Beach Festival. <laughs> wow, we're so far <laughs> off. August <laughs> 26th and 27th. Yeah, it's a two-day free event. Parking's 10 bucks. 
If it, when EB Days becomes a thing, I just want to be the MC. That's all. It used to be Harbor Days. Oh, I like that. Yeah. That's cool. So the port has their banana festival, and we have the Wainimi Beach Festival. So our festival is uh, more about uh, food, music, and games. Nice. Some rides and games, and usually the weather's really nice, and... Um, we want to have a youth-heavy involvement. We have a lot of volunteering groups like the Sea Cadets and Police Explorers. Yeah, um, no. But we really do want to, um, again, in this community, we, me, and others believe it's really important to instill the type of uh, values that you're displaying on the hockey. Mm-hmm. I was going to say hockey court, but hockey field. Rink. It's not a field. It's the ice. Hockey rink. Rink. Yeah. There's a rink. I'm a non-hockey guy. You just say it on the ice. I've never yeah, even ice skated, so. It's not easy. Ice skating is really hard. Really, really hard. Really? Do you I concur? Um, no, you're pretty good when at it. When, when I first went ice skating, I just hopped on and started pushing with my legs. But he had been rollerblading, too, for yeah. a little bit. Yeah. Yeah. So it was a little, a little bit of a uh, little bit of experience before that. Well, it looks crazy to me because I've never done it, and I'm always amazed at how well people could zip around on ice skates. I ice skated as a as a teen, and then did it a little bit with them as an adult, and I was like, "On <laughs> too many bad things can happen." Because yeah. yeah, it's fun, and yeah, oh. chances are I'll be fine. But if I fall, and I can't afford to fall anymore. Yeah, that's my point. If I break a, a an elbow or a knee. Yeah. All of a sudden, the the few ways I have of making money are gone. You know what I mean? Like, a friend of mine the other night got on one of those one wheel skateboard. I don't even know what they're called. I'm oh, like, the hoverboard. Oh yeah. I'm like, I remember seeing those. I'm like, get off of that thing. Don't even try it. And and so the, I remember the guy who's bored it was. He goes, Look, I'll teach you. Oh no. You know, and we're like, oh no. And he's holding his hands and he's trying. And he lets him go. And he's like, whoa, whoa, whoa. <laughs> oh, wow. <laughs> like no way. Yeah. There's our two-minute warning, and it wasn't quite as loud. It wasn't loud enough to blast us out of the room at no, this time. Good. Yeah, and this <laughs> time, it, also this time it wasn't a bell. Yeah, there we go. There's our bell. Uh, oh, did I do the bell last time? Yeah, you did the bell. It's oh. kind of loud. Yeah, the bell is very loud. By the way, that's the Queen Mary's yeah, it's bell. Yeah, Queen Mary's bell. Yeah. Yeah. So what are we going to talk about next time, Tommy? Um. Have you decided which ship you want to jump into next time? I have not decided yet. I want to go with the I want to go with the Bornquin. We'll start the deep dive into the early days of La Janelle. Okay. Definitely get into um, the events that are coming up in the port, and there are a couple of other things that I really want to get into as well. I think um, I'm really excited about the direction we're going with all this, and just sharing the the, the interesting aspects of different ships and the the importance of keeping our beaches clean and being aware of what's going on in our oceans yeah yeah and there's a whole class of ships um called the littoral class and that's the one that tom's like oh man that it was a uss zumwalt that came to wainimi and um it's a littoral class ship and it's basically a stealth ship so the way it's put together is unlike what you've ever seen of a ship and it's extremely maneuverable and Huh. Yeah, but there's so much to explore and yeah. learn about. Well, no. yeah. Can't wait till we dig in more. So let's uh, let's plan on uh, talking about uh, Borinquen and uh, what's our ship? What's the anchor we got over here? The anchor, the um, Norton. USS Norton Sound. Yeah. The yeah. Norton Sound. We'll get in on that. So thank you so much for listening to Port and Stuff everywhere. Podcasts are found. Be sure to like, subscribe, share, tell all your friends so we can keep this 
great fun show coming to you. Thank you so much for listening, support and stuff. Late.